This episode of the Real Health Real Talk podcast is brought to you by Brass and Bone, your one-stop shop for fun earrings and accessories. Welcome to the Real Health Real Talk podcast, the first episode of season two. I'm so excited for what I have in store for you guys. Thank you so much for listening and coming back after my little hiatus. This episode I'm super excited about. It's because it's the live podcast interview that I did with Shell from The Game Co, which you'll hear all about at my event, Nourish and Brunch. This is my first ever, ever, ever event, and it was just the greatest day. We answer a bunch of different questions that we got asked on the day. We asked participants who came to the event to write down their questions on little slips, and we just answered all of them. We still had another 17 left to go that we couldn't fit into the time slot. If you'd like to hear those, you can go over to the Nourish and Brunch Instagram, which is just at Nourish and Brunch, and watch the videos on our Instagram where we completed the questionnaire. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode and stay tuned for some more interviews and juicy solo episodes for season two of the Real Health Real Talk podcast. Let's get into it. The first thing I ask everyone on my podcast is, what does real health mean to you? I can talk without a mic. Can everyone hear me? Um, I won't talk with a mic. What does real health mean to me? Um, I guess it is. I think for so long my focus was on physical health and as I've gotten a bit older and a bit wiser I've realised that um, like real health is that combination of feeling good within yourself, um, in your mental health, with your physical health um, and I want to say this is going to again woo woo, I want to say like spiritual health but being in that sense of feeling connected to myself and to those around me um, and when I talk about like um, like feeling the best, I feel a sense of um, like calm and content when I feel like my health is in a really good spot. That's it for me. Yeah, nice. Well, I have planned quite a few questions, but we have heaps in here now, so let's just go for it. Okay. All right. First question. What is your favourite meal to cook which has the best nutrients? I'm guessing that one. That was definitely for you, not for me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My favourite meal to cook, which has the best nutrients. I was really obsessed for a moment with curries because once you put a bit of curry powder onto vegetables, it just like it all goes together. So I would be, I was using quinoa as a base simply because I'm trying to not eat too many high GI things and rice is quite high GI. Um, So I'd have eggplant in there, heaps of spinach. If you, if you want to add, especially if you have kids, spinach, once you, like, cook it and, like, mash it up, it is, is gone. So either, okay, now I'm getting confused. I have too many. Okay, two. I'm going to say two. One would be a curry. You can put so many vegetables in there. Um, and then you cook that. You put it with a source of, like, um, animal protein. If you're not vegetarian, that fat will, like, um, just help you absorb all of those nutrients. Um, and then two would be spaghetti bolognese, which is usually you'd think like, oh, yeah, like a little bit of garlic, that's all. But I've put like my um, spaghetti bolognese, I've put like a zucchini, carrot. It's the same thing. Mince is such a good like little disguising tool. You can put all of those vegetables in there and it tastes really, really good. So I'd have to say those two. What drove the both of you to create your businesses? You start. Okay. Um, so for me, I have worked in the same job for it'll be coming up 11 years now 
And so I work for Corrections Victoria. We manage people on parole and on court orders. And through my time working with those people, I realised that um, as a community, um, we have failed. A lot of the people in our communities, um, those who may not have the best opportunities at life, I deal with people who have quite significant mental health issues, um, drug use, trauma, all that sort of stuff. So I have that. Um, growing up, so a bit about me, from the age of about six, well, 15, 16, I really struggled with my, um, my mental health. By the time I was 17, I had a diagnosis of anxiety and depression. I was medicated, I was seeing psychologists. Um, I drank so much alcohol, it's not funny. I partied all the time. And people just thought, well, like, you're 20, you're 21, that's just what you do. Um, but for me, it was really just trying to, I guess, mask what I was really feeling in regards to my mental health. Um, and i got to cut out all the middle stuff, of, like me getting my shit sorted. Um, but from there, I realised, like, my story is not really that different to so many people in our communities. Like, 18, 19-year-olds who are out drinking every weekend adults, even now, who are out drinking every weekend, partying, making some really bad choices when they are drinking as well. Um, there's a reason for that. Um, and alcohol is a substance and it's used to mask feelings and emotions. So I really got interested in, um, in mental health. Um, I love netball, always played netball. I've coached netball, been involved in netball, and I love working with young girls. So I was like, how can I combine hanging out with teenagers because they're just cool and fun. And, um, and I guess working with people that have um, poor mental health and it's sort of combined. Um, I also, after having my second son, so I had been, can I talk about this now? Is that we're going too far off track? No. Um, after having my, I had, hadn't been on any medication for a number of years and my mental health was in a really good spot. And then I had my um, second son. So I had two, um, I had an 18 month old and a newborn. And I had postnatal depression, which sort of, it shook me a little bit because my mental health had been so good. Um, and I couldn't do the things that I wanted to do. I couldn't exercise um, due to some complications with birth. And that was like my go-to. So I had to find different ways to manage my mental health and to be positive. And I just jumped in and found all this stuff um, around mental health wellness and a positive mindset, a growth mindset, and that's just completely triggered um, my decision to start this business, which we, I haven't really spoken about what my business is, but we'll get to that later. Yeah, that's really it. Um, well, my business is like very much so in its infancy. I literally graduated a few weeks ago with my Bachelor of Human Nutrition, and I got my personal training qualification last, oh, not last year, the year before, but because I was still studying, I hadn't really done anything with it yet. So I'm just starting with that, but... Pretty much what drove me, I guess, to be in the nutrition space and the, the fitness space is that when I was about 17, I had no care in the world about my weight or my body image until I turned 17. And I remember, and it's very strange for it to be this one time, but like I remember the first time that I actually looked at myself and thought, I need to change something. Whether it was, I don't know, it was probably driven by comparison, but I wasn't really that on social media. So I think it was just, yeah, direct comparison, but... I felt like I wasn't good enough, and I know everyone says that now, you're enough, whatever, but I did feel like I wasn't good enough and I had to change something um, and thought that I was overweight. And what I did was I turned to YouTube and I turned to like magazines and Instagram 
for ways to become enough. And I remember one thing, one video I watched was how to lose 10 pounds in 10 days. And what's that in kilos like? Does anyone know? Like four and a half? Yeah. So in 10 days. Um, and I went to, this is when I was 17, I went to an 18th birthday party because I was young for my year. And um, everyone was eating like sausages from a sausage sizzle. And I went out to the back and my food was a Ziploc bag with two Savoy biscuits and some frozen vegetables. Yeah, frozen vegetables. I was in frozen vegetables. Um, and <laughs> what you learn. Um, and to me, that's a pretty big extreme that I would like, I was not only missing out on the food that they were eating, but that whole so like I took myself away to eat my little Ziploc bag of vegetables and that is because what was out there at, for me, I was searching for someone just to tell me that I was enough and that if I wanted to be healthy, then there were, there were so many safer ways to do that. And to tell me that if you want to be healthy, then you have to know that you're enough before you start on that path. I guess I felt like there wasn't something there for me. So I ended up getting through my things and learning and that's what sparked my interest. And then I just, that's my why. I want to help young girls who don't feel enough, feel enough. I want to help them live a lifestyle that's healthy. I want them to never go through deprivation and I never want them to go to an 18th birthday party with a Ziploc bag of frozen vegetables and truth of boys and miss out on a sausage sizzle. So I guess that's what inspired me to start doing what I'm doing. What is a, hab a healthy habit you cannot live without? Oh, mine's exercise. Um, boring, but I've always exercised and I've always used exercise to help um, manage my mental health, like the endorphins that you get from doing it. Um, I don't exercise to lose weight. I don't exercise to do anything but feel good. Anything that comes with that is just a bonus. Um, I, when I had my second son and I couldn't exercise, I could walk. And, like, I would rather run down the street than walk down the street. I find walking so boring. <laughs> and people that just, like, go for walks, I can't do it. It's, I just, I don't even know how you do it. So, for me, it's all about running, weights, high impact. I just love to get in 30 minutes hard. And I couldn't do that. Um, and I realised during that, it was about eight months where I couldn't, how much exercise is such a vital part of me feeling good about myself, um, all the benefits that come with it, but for my mental health, and especially since becoming a parent, having that 30 minutes or an hour to be... I don't exercise with my children. I don't take them. I would rather, like... I won't even say that. I just... <laughs> take them like, I love being in the car or something. I just... It's my time, and I won't be interrupted when I'm at the gym, and I know that I'm a better um, wife and mother from having that time. And my husband is a big um, gym goer, so I'm really supported. Whenever I've got to go, we make it work. Um, yeah, the effects of exercise are just so positive that if you haven't started exercising, you should start by maybe going for a walk um, and then seeing what you like at 30 minutes to an hour every day. Yeah. Nice. Mine would be sleep. Like, not just getting sleep, like getting seven hours. I really need quite a bit of sleep. I mean like eight hours I'd be happy but I'm literally no type of version of myself when I'm too tired <laughs> I just think it's so 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 important which is boring but it's very important um what are some podcasts you recommend in relation to health and well-being 
Real Health Real Talk podcast. <laughs> um, um, to be honest, I don't actually listen to um, a lot of podcasts. The only podcast that I listen to is Shameless. Does anyone else listen to that? Mm. Oh my god, I'm obsessed. Same. And she's. Did you just listen to She's on the Money? Oh no, I've. I thought them on their, Instagram. Like, yeah, I drove to Sydney the other week with my family, and I was driving, and I put my headphones in, and just ignore them all, and <laughs> listen to it for hours. It's so good. I prefer um, to read books. One of my favourite authors at the moment. Um, she's pretty popular. Brene Brown. If anyone's heard of her. She just has these really great books and some really good activities to do in there. Um, some other, so another podcast, if the person that asks is if they read, um, definitely Brene Brown, otherwise Ed's podcast. <laughs> I'm more of a reader than a listener. Um, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Uh, so Healthy Hustlers, they're really good. A lot of interviews. I think it's actually all interviews. Um, the Kickpod. They cover like they cover health and stuff. That's the um, keep it clean, you girls. They cover health, but they also cover just like other topics. But I'm like massive, like I love Shameless. And sometimes, I think that you can fall into a bit of a trap of like always thinking, okay, the little podcast has to be health, fitness podcast has to be a well-being podcast. It might just be at that moment, what's best for your well-being is listening to a podcast about something that you're really passionate about or something that you really are interested in. And, yeah, Shameless is really, really good, but for some reason I can't think of any. So I will put on the, <laughs> I might do a post on the Nourish and Brunch Instagram with my favourite um, – we should do, like, just favourite books slash podcasts. I'll get slash, back to you. Yeah. Okay. And this might – okay. No, we can do probably two more. Um, might have to go over time. Okay, this is for you. Okay. How do you know if your mental wellness is so low it turns into mental illness? And if you need to see someone about it, I mean, are you allowed? Um, I, I can't tell you the answer to that, but my response to that would be if you are the person that broke that and you think um, that it's so low that you don't know if you should be seeing someone, that you should probably go see a GP. Um, a GP can do a mental health assessment. They can do um, a scoring to see where it's at. If you feel that it is really low, my, my advice is always um, go straight to see a GP before you do anything. Like the other advice around, you know, exercising, sleeping and whatever else, that's just keep doing that. But if you... Um, I think if you think that you are that low, go see a GP. Like the worst that can happen is they say, no, you're not on that scale, but things aren't going well and they can give you some tips. Um, Beyond Blue is a really good organisation to have a look at. They've got some really good um, easy sheets to read to see if maybe you are in that space where you might need to go and see someone. So I definitely can't give you any um, clinical advice, but I would suggest if you think it is that low, that's usually the first sign. Always listen to yourself and and go and see a GP. It's not scary um, and it's a good thing to do. I thought this was Tessa's handwriting and I was like, oh no. Um, Ebony, are you going to do to look at doing another Nourish and Brunch? Um, yes, definitely. After, to, like, I might start thinking about it on Tuesday and then we're going to have tomorrow to not think about it because if people always say that, like, planning an event is really stressful and I think you're always just like, oh, the heck is stressful going to be? And yes, I mean, we did have a speaker drop out yesterday, which was very stressful. But yeah, definitely, I always see myself, whether it's Nourish or Brunch or events in any sort of capacity, I'm very passionate about because I think when you can bring women together in a room, it's just a lot of powerful things happen, a lot of doors open. So yes. Ebony, where do you see Ebony May Health going for 2020? Um, 
I guess that depends on quite a few things. I'm kind of like in that in between, that weird in between stage when you finish uni and you move back in with your parents, and all of your parents' friends are asking, "Oh, what's Ebony doing? <laughs> oh, she's waitressing again. <laughs> yeah, waitressing again." So I am doing a lot of stuff on the side. Um, currently waitressing, but I hopefully, yeah. There's just, I'm, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, this was about the supplements that I use. I'm going to put that uh, with the other recommendations just so um, we can put that all together on the Instagram. Coming up after the break, Shell and I continue to answer the questions asked by the beautiful guests at Nourish and Branch, but now a word from our sponsor. When I think brass and bone, I think one-stop shop for fun, earrings and accessories. I am obsessed. They actually sponsored the Nourish and Branch event and they gave every single participant a little pair of their beautiful daisy earrings and the girls loved them. I have one myself as well and they are beautiful. But I do have to say that my favourite pair of earrings is the Artie Boy earrings. They're so delicate and beautiful and every time I wear them, I get a compliment. So thank you so much girls from Brass and Bone. If you want to go and have a look at the Brass and Bone range, then follow them on Instagram at Brass and Bone AU. Now back to the episode. Ah, what's the game code focus for 2020? Oh, okay. So for those who don't know, the game code um, stands for Girls Achieving, Motivating, Empowering. And when we first started, we had a bit of a broad brush. Um, basically, our goal was just to um, support young girls and women in our communities with their mental health. Um, I've taken a bit of a sidestep on that. So the next 12 months, um, the Game Coast focus is really around working with women in sport, and that's because I love sport. So um, Shay, who's at the back, if Shay, you want to give a hey? Um, Shay is one of my little sidekicks, and we do fun stuff together, and she helps out a lot. So we're running a netball clinic on the 15th of January in Wangaratta, so it's for girls 13 to 16, it's a skills clinic, but it also has things through it focused on resilience and mental health wellness. We do um, workshops at sports clubs around, um, again, mental health, uh, resilience, leadership, team culture. So that is really the focus for the next um, 12 months. We also, um, well, not we, I also um, do one-to-one -one mentoring and coaching. I don't like to call myself a life coach because that's definitely not me. Um, <laughs> But I've um, worked with a few people over the last 12 months who have had really poor mental health wellness, who just were having a bit of a shit time and just needed someone to give them some guidance and support. So still doing that, but um, a real sports focus and also um, moving into doing some focus in businesses and with groups as well. Amazing. Um, and you're the game co, wait, is that underscore? Instagram? Yeah, at, um, yeah. Yes, at the underscore game co yeah. underscore <laughs> underscore. It's, on the it's on the booklets as well. The game um, co was taken just straight up. Oh, okay. damn. Okay, this might have to be the last one. Um, but if you do have any questions for Shell, um, yeah, you have I'll her Instagram. Oh, no. Or you can come, yeah. But if anyone has to leave, like, I don't want to. Uh, last one. Uh, oh, what would be your number one tip for turning a bad day around? Um, okay, my number one tip, it's a bit embarrassing. Um, is anyone a Celine Dion fan? <laughs> no one, literally no one. I'm not joking. I'm being dead serious. No, okay. Well, I'm going to change that. Um, I'm a big Celine Dion fan. Um, I know the age doesn't really sit well with her um, fans. 
My number one is music. If I'm having a bad morning, I crank the tunes in the car. If I'm at home and my kids, like the boys are being feral, we put some tunes on and just dance away. So music for me is massive. I don't do anything without music. I don't work, I don't run, I don't drive, nothing. Like music's always happening. And it has such an ability just to change your mood, um, which is why it's all around us. If you're having a bad moment, put on some music, not depressed stuff, not acoustic that's going to make you feel worse, something that you know is going to make you feel good, um, and just play it, have a sing-along, and your mood will change. Um, the other thing which is easier said than done, if I'm having like a really, really um, bad day, music's not working, sometimes I do just have to take five minutes, and I have at work locked myself in an office and at home locked myself in the bathroom and I've just done five minutes of breathing um, and relaxing. One of the things that I really recommend, if you're, um, which I didn't talk about earlier, so if you're feeling, you know when you have those moments where you're feeling really irritated and agitated but you don't know why, what can happen is it just snowballs. Like, you know, when you get home, I'm probably like going on to mum things now. Um, but you get home and like the kitchen's a mess and you're in the kitchen trying to cook tea and then everyone's annoying you because you're trying to cook tea but the kitchen's a mess and your kids want you and your husband's like, I don't know, on the toilet and it's all... <laughs> and you're like, oh, I'm having a really... This is all just too much. If you just stop and actually just like fully stop, um, breathe and say to yourself, what is the actual problem here? The actual problem is the dishes in the sink. I'm just gonna wash those, and then I'm gonna continue on. Sometimes when we're in those moments of irritability, especially, like I'm, I'm talking about mum things, sorry those that don't have um, kids, when it's like everything's too much, it's actually not. It's just that one thing that you just need to stop and be aware of, acknowledge it, whether or not you fix it or leave it, I don't, whatever, but acknowledge it, deal with it, and then move on. I find myself in the kitchen all the time getting so worked up when the problem is literally that like there's just some water on the floor and it just all spirals. So if you are having that really bad mood and you don't know what to do, first thing is is to find out why you're having that bad mood. And it might be because, you know, the work pants didn't fit or your hairbrush broke or whatever. But you need to just stop, feel it, think it, and then you can move forward with some good music. I really recommend Celine Dion. <laughs> Taking chances is a really good one. <laughs> well, I think that's all the time we have for the questions. Apologies for the sound quality on this one and also all of the background noise and the fact that it ended so abruptly it was a live event so obviously that's part of recording live if you guys like the episode don't forget to let me know and if you'd like to hear or see more from me come and follow me over on instagram at the ebony at ebony may health and if you would like to rate and review please do so it means a lot hope you're having a beautiful day and until the next time i wish you happiness and real health